1: Welcome, everyone, to Neo Reality Collective, episode 31. So, I want to put this first part here in a special announcement. So, starting soon, I'm planning to re-upload the original series in audio format, or video format if I'm capable of doing it, on the Apple Podcast site, as part of the Neo Reality Entertainment Podcast Network. Which will show you all the... When I had the show be a daily format. Instead of a, at best, semi-weekly format. As much as I try to get back the, back into things. When I had a daily format going on with the show. And it was two... It was one episode a day. And there was a lot... This was during the pandemic at the high point. So there was a lot of time to kill. Around this time. And I have stopped around 50 or so episodes. And I landed a big interview so to speak with Steve Orlando at the time fun times fun times fun times but now that I that things have really altered since then and I took a hiatus from the podcasting network of the Neo Reality Collective and I want to launch this as a second series of sorts think of it like a comic book rebranding because of course I feel like this format works a lot better now, as opposed to the t- to the daily process, because at the time I was working on two bit vi- I worked on two videos a day, one being a gameplay video or a thoughts video, or being the uh, podcast that I did on my Neo Reality Entertainment channel. So I'm planning to upload the episodes of my original podcast as its own series. I'll try to see if I can upload it elsewhere, but right now I'm looking like it's gonna be an Apple pod Apple Podcast exclusive archive for you to check out all the original project I have in mind and what my progress is. I learned the ropes of this stuff as time went on. Like I had done podcasting before but I never really worked on this kind of level of depth and detail Uh, because there was there were tons of news I covered daily and there, there was a lot of stuff some and there was even when i did comic book openings where i revealed what i ordered what i got from my comic book local comic shop in third eye comics shout out to them and i uploaded that so yeah third eye comics and whatnot those were fun times and then everything went crazy uh the reason why i stopped working on the podcast for a time was one is because well work started coming back up again and two the reason why the reboot happened was because i wanted to move to anchor and try to start fresh and three the reason why i stopped doing it being a daily show was because i got so exhausted and got burnt out i burned myself out Uh, no one's to blame for that and there was no really justifiable reason for me to keep going on this at the time since the youtube algorithm had completely decimated my channel because i was variety and not really focusing on a niche yeah youtube you you gotta get your act together on that like it was so tiresome so yeah so look forward to that re-uploading process it's gonna take some time hopefully i'll be able to get some updates in the coming days uh and i also got some reviews planned out but i want to talk about some news that came out for the last week and trying to move forward again with this as i'm trying to balance with the wrestling stuff and the podcast stuff and we'll see how things go from here so let's get right into this right after we take our ad break we're going to cover all the episode content in the next part so see you soon i'll see you in a few minutes take care Welcome back everyone, let's dig right into the piece of news this we got today, because there's a couple. One. Will Smith resigns from Motion Picture Academy amid the fallout with the Chris Rockinson at the Oscars. Yeah, that happened. After the Will Smith fiasco, I was like, something's good, something big's going down with this. Like. Yeah. And then when he, when the most, when the academy decided to finally go, go investigate this, investigated to him after his fiasco, he issued an apology that no one believed because, well, he issued it after he was announced, after it was announced he was being investigated, and and you know assaulting Chris Rock on live television because of a joke that he himself laughed at, but his wife told him That's hey, funny, and he went and did the most insane way to defend a woman's honor, so. Yeah, he realized, he quickly realized this is not professional wrestling. So, Will Smith released a statement saying that he betrayed the trust of the Academy and apologized again for his actions, saying, the list of those I have heard is long and includes Chris, his family, many of my, my dear friends and loved ones, all those in attendance, and global audiences at home. I betrayed the trust of the Academy. I deprived other nominees and winners of their opportunity to celebrate and be celebrated for their extraordinary work. I am heartbroken. I want to put the focus back on those who deserve attention and for their team reasons that hand me to get back into the incredible work he does to support creativity in artistry and film. He finished by saying changes take time and I'm committed in doing to work and ensure that I never allow violence to overtake reason. Smith's departure means that he will no longer be able to vote for the awards in an official capacity It does not, however, preclude him from attending the awards or winning it at an Oscar. So... Virtually nothing was achieved. Smith's resignation comes amidst the ongoing investigations that would start into his actions on March twenty seventh, which he slapped Chris Chris Rock for after he compared Jada to Jada Smith to G.I.J. yelling at Rock to keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. Smith subsequently won the Best Oscar for Best Actor, where he seemed to justify his actions during the whole speech because that was a, dead, a great idea. In the wake of the telecast, it was announced that they were pursuing possible disciplinary actions, including the possibility of suspension, expulsion, and other sanctions. The Academy said it asked Smith to leave, but the statement was laid debunked. Smith previously apologized, calling his behavior unacceptable and inexcusable. So, yeah, that's it for him. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they start canceling and stopping halting projects for him because this is kind of a big deal you assaulted a guy on live global television and yeah it's kind of a bad deal it like really is that you did that regardless of your reasoning its you could have just went back after the, during back after the show and said look man I don't like I, my wife wasn't liking that and whatnot because now your career is currently in the uh, ee- but, yeah. As things pro- progress throughout the Hollywood industry, the Crow reboot is going to happen with the clown from It, the, the latest It movie, as the lead role. Bill Skarsgård, who played Pennywise, will star in the new take of The Crow from director Rupert Sanders. Sanders has sent various live action films such as Snow White and The Huntsman and Ghost of the Shell. So, you know, that's a clear design that this is a disaster waiting. <coughs> the journey to get the crow back onto the big screen has been a long one the first crow movie based on the comic book was released in 94 but the on- when an onset accident led to the death of the star brandon lee the sequel was released in 96 along with two directed videos dvd sequels t- in 2002 2000- and 2004 and 5 but a proper film review hasn't materialized since the 90s blade director was attached to the reboot before departing colin Corin Hardy was tapped to direct to the reboot in 2017 with Jason Miller was such a star, but the version two failed to materialize after both left the project. So they're the li- So these two are the new latest tackling on the reboot, and perhaps this time it could stick, maybe not. After all the HR we went through countless directors and stars before finally the setting on Tom Holland, director Ruth Vishner, who finally brought the su- who successfully brought Nathan Drake to the big screen in 2022. So about what you will like do we even like was they really asking for a reboot I don't think so I, I don't recall so yeah I, I didn't even think there was good I didn't even know there was a reboot going on at the time for a while until a few years ago I think and I kept thinking was anyone even asking for one I'm like why other uh, than Hollywood Greedy. So, anyways, as that goes on, Sony has reportedly laid off 90 90 people amid shift away from retail. As part of their direct consumer marketing over brick and mortar sales. According to reports, Sony is shutting down its merchandiser team in the U.S., a group that included individuals whose job it was to connect with retail store staff and prepare them to sell PlayStation products and other retail marketing jobs were also impacted in the layoffs. Leadership reportedly explained the cuts as part of a global transformation of Sony's sales and business operations. This is just a move away from focusing on retail sales in favor of direct-to-consumer marketing, especially in digital sales of games, continue to grow and thrive. So at least you're being more honest than WWE is with the budget cut excuse. At least you're saying why you did this instead of saying budget cuts, we are clearly losing money over keeping these people, even though we're making billions and billions and billions of dollars just for existing. Clearly, we are struggling. So, yeah. So, also, this is also has yet to come on the layouts. I'm hoping at least they had a plan. They planned to tell them in advance so they can start getting their bearings straight and prepare to go somewhere else. Or they pulled the Dota uh, move and not told anybody. Or the Activision move, where they just said, Move all your stuff here, then we'll fire you. So, Jim Carrey, he's considering retiring after *Sog the Hedgehog 2. No! Where will I get my Joseph Biden impersonations? Yeah. He said, well, I'm retiring. Yeah, probably. I'm being fairly serious. It depends. If the Angels brought some sort of script that's written in gold ink that says to me that it's going to be really important for people to see, I might continue down the road. But I'm taking a break. <sighs> it's gonna be gonna be saying that secret, man. <sighs> Also, considering he's, he's Dr. Robotnik, um, how do you replace that guy as the main villain, since he's kind of the main villain for Sonic throughout all of time? Now look, here's the deal. Nope, I just lost it. Oh, man, uh, If he does retire, well, he said he's retiring from acting. Comedians a little bit different, and I don't know if SNL counts as either acting or being a, being a jokester on there. Meanwhile, Activision Blizzard's deal with Xbox, you know, their acquisition stuff, could have concerns. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Cory Booker, and Sheldon Whitehouse—that's that, the last real last name—said. We're said to have been deeply concerned about the consolidation in the tech industry and its impact on workers. According to a letter to sent to the FTC, the senators are worried about the acquisition that could cause issues experienced by Activision Blizzard employees to be forgotten or made harder to solve. Well, Microsoft has said, and we can only take their word for it at the moment, that they intend to let Activision Blizzard employees do do rise up to make a union. So, we'll have to see where that goes from here. but considering the government's knocking act, especially considering how Activision's been handling things yeah how about you go ahead and go after Bobby Kotick and then you can focus on this stuff so yeah, some are worrying it might make it harder to solve and everything, saying in the Senator's letter, saying, Workers at Activision Blister following years of rampant sexual misconduct and discrimination and unfair labor practices have led to calls for greater transparency and accountability in the gaming industry. We are deeply concerned that this acquisition could further disenfranchise these workers and prevent their voices from being heard. Okay, can you talk about the foreign company Ubisoft? of France? In France? Since they're also a global entity, therefore you could. Theoretically, I think. Get involved? Or would that have been asking too much? <sighs> As this proposed deal moves forward in the review process, the FTC should assess whether the ways in which these companies have failed to protect the rights and dignity of their workers are driven by the no- monopolizing power or amount to anti comparative harms in our labor market. If so, the merger will exacerbate these problems. So, yeah, after the uh, Activision Blizzard controversy broke out, it was like, all hell has broken loose. And... Yeah. The article also goes back into detail about what's going on, how Bobby Kotick is leaving with a golden parachute instead of being locked away in prison. Since the guy even admitted that he threatened someone death. Voicemail. And then he apologized. And if you can't tell, I'm quoting that. So Yeah. So anyways, Michael Bay. Remember him, the director of ambulance? Because that had to be super actionified. So Let's see. So apparently Steven Spielberg staged an intervention of sorts with Michael Bay, telling him to just stop at three, and then he agreed, I'll stop. Then the studio begged him to do a fourth, and then he made a billion, and then he said, I'm gonna stop here. They begged me again, I should have stopped It was fun to do. Bay told, in, Bay said in an interview to mark the release of Ambulance, which is due to release next week in America, America. The Transformers series burst to the scenes in 2007. The vanguard of the eighties nostalgic boom that would only really grow in the years to follow. Bayrou was the first Transformers being a scary balls from a fun experience. Recalling that the crew was the first whether digital effects technology could work yet. It was a fun experience. It made more than 709 million dollars, and that's a lot of movie taking a lot of people that have seen it. So. Was it a fun experience to do the movie, or was it a fun experience that you made a buttload of money that that, that kind of comes off as not good? So, yeah, with the last of them being the last night in 2017, reviews declined over the course of the series with Craig Roger Ebert, among them um, call them a saga of loud and ugly toys. The series rebounded with 2018's Bumblebee and Transformers Rise of the Beast re- set to release in 2023, 20- with Bay set to produce is helping to produce both films. I'm passionate about any movie I do, from pain and gain to 13 hours. I like going from big to small. You want to move off, the same thing. The next movie, Ambulance, set to release on April 8th, which is about an action movie of ambulance. I don't know why. So for those who were worried about family plans for Xbox Game Pass never happening, worry not, they're making a family plan for Game Pass. Yay! And that's according to reports from Windows Central. Though Microsoft was out for family plans for Xbox Live Gold for many years, Game Pass was a single account subscription that's all reportedly changing with the family plan that will allow users to share the service across multiple consoles and households. The report states that a higher tier of Game Pass will allow up to 5 other players to access the full library, so long as they reside in the same country as the primary account holder. The new account is expected to make use of the existing family account system used for the services like Office 365. Whether they will separate plans from the Game Pass and whatnot is uncertain at the time, but there is no information regarding pricing, though it's likely to come at a reasonably cheaper price than paying for the subscription individually. At a cost of $9.99 per month, the Xbox Game Pass provides sub- subscribers with a rotating list of games from a variety of publishers, including day one releases of 1st party titles of no additional cost. Meanwhile, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate combines the service with Xbox Live Gold for 14 dollars giving players access to online multiplayer functionality and monthly free games with via Games with Gold. MLB joined The jo- MLB the Show 2022 joined on April 5th, along with the Point and Click Adventure Chinatown Detective Agency will land on the service on April 7th. They're expecting to make it announced the remain Game Class releases for April soon, which is already a new stock. Meanwhile, Xbox also backtracked on removing the shared Twitter option because that was a stupid idea. Yeah, why did they do that? Yeah, it did that end well with people. And Microsoft decided to reverse course after the fans objected rather quickly, rather quickly, I'll give them that. So there was much rejoicing. So we one, one Kenobi has been delayed by two days. So now they said, okay, we can't give this out a two-day on, on our original May 25th day like we were playing an anniversary of. But uh We're gonna sell it on February on May 27th. Okay. So yeah, Uru McGregor will return to the title alongside Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. And yes. and has said, and McGregor said that a series has arrived have a new wave of positivity for the Star Wars prequel, which will be aligned at release. Gee, I wonder why. Could it be that other trilogy that pissed everyone off because of its contempt for the past? Okay. Geez, the trailer. Really, was released earlier this month and she gave us a group of what's to come from this limited series but let's hope it doesn't end what bad is badly as the book of boba fett we all know how that went but as the industry thrives we must say goodbye to another relic of the past bruce will is stepping away due to health issues in the post on instagram bruce willis is ex-wife and close friend, Danny Moore, revealed an Instagram post earlier today, to Bruce's amazing support as a family We wanted to share that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed, with F- I- I'm not going to try to pronounce that, but but to make it quick, uh, it's impacting his cognitive abilities, as a result of this and with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the, from the career that has meant so much him. This is a really challenging time for our family, and we are so appreciative of your continued love, compassion, and support. We are moving through this as a strong family unit, wanting to bring his fans in because we know how much he means to you, as you do to him. Bruce always says, Live it up. And together, we plan to do just that. So. Yeah, it's a brain disorder that affects the ability for a person's ability to understand, recall, brain and spoken languages, often as a result of trauma, such as brain tumor or stroke. And. The family is not shared whether Willis suffers from an underlying disease at this time. Willis also has a couple of multiple projects in post-production, including White Elephant, Vendetta, Fortress Spot, and Fortress Spy's Eye. He was suspected to reprise his role as Robert Michael's in Fortress 3, the final film in what was supposed to be a planned trilogy. The movie is currently in pre-production, so Willis Willis' retirement leaves its fate unclear, so that sucks. So Bruce Willis has done a lot a lot a lot of good stuff like he's done the Sixth Sense, the Die Hard movies, he's done Glass, he's been cameoed in in, <laughs> in tons of movies we've seen, he's been the M. Night Shyamalan stuff, he was one of M. Night Shyamalan's biggest supporters. And as much as people have different opinions on Glass, I absolutely love that saga that he wrote and created. It was just that good to me, along with his meta commentary, I felt. So, yeah. But it's Bruce Willis' time is up, and now we don't know what's going to happen next for him. So HBO Max is reportedly working on a prequel to IT based on the movie of the successful duology, according to a new report. The new prequel reportedly titled, Welcome to Derry, should the series be grueling, it will likely delve into the origin of Pennywise the Clown, the demonic clown slash spider who terrorizes Derry's children across multiple generations according to the report it's unclear where the previous cast members from the films will make an appearance however the show apparently has an honest to god's writer room so make of that what you will i have no idea what they mean by that prequels have been very much the silent hbo max of recent years the plan of, of thrones prequel house of dragon recently finished shooting while batman's series featuring gotham pd has evolved into a story featuring arkham asylum instead in the meantime it chapter 2 wrapped the original story in 2019 director the director has said that there's a whole mythology to the book that merits exploration mythology is something that always has opportunities to explore it's been on earth for millions of years and he's been in contact with humans and it's for hundreds of years every 27 years so you can imagine the amount of material it's just um i don't think anyone really was asking for um a prequel origin story for the clown it was probably best to not know what the clown was like it's sort of like how people don't like the idea of the joker's origin and then jeff john's wrecked it and, and, and something that i don't want to get into right now but allow me to explain they gave an origin to the joker they have a name for him but they won't say it and Batman is an enabler, but that's a different subject. But it basically gives you that answer that no one really asked for because the idea of the Joker is a lot more scarier, not knowing who he is, because anyone could be the Joker. Just like how in The Clown, I don't pennywise, I don't think no one really asked about his origin. And plus, even if you do this, um. I don't see how you have the ending plan, other than setting it up just for the movies that already happened. Or like, at least Star Wars prequels make sense and it had something new to tell. Showing the fall of everything, instead of saying, Oh, well this is the origin of Pennywise the Clown! But... I don't know if anyone really asked for that. I'm like, for Darth Vader, people wanted to see what the origin was. It took a lot longer than it should have, but that was a different matter. Meanwhile, as NFTs and Metaverse stuff collapses in the world, the Bandai Namco is working on Gundam Metaverse. (sighs) Think of that what you will. Disney CEOs Bob Kapik and Bob Iger reportedly had an extremely awkward falling out. The rift apparently started when Iger stepped down as CEO, but then decided that he would stick around to help in the wake of the pandemic. A crisis of this magnitude and its impact on Disney would necessarily result in my activity with helping Bob Kapik making the company continue, particularly since I ran the company for 15 years. According to CNBC, this infuriated him, saying he was furious when he saw the story. According to the three people familiar with the matter, he had not expressed a need or a desire for extra help. He wasn't looking for a white knight. It's claimed that Capic felt that Iger was simply using this as an excuse to stick around after all he's had postponed his retirement three times at this point, saying he felt as essentially doing it again, leaving him as a hapless second banana. According to people familiar with his thoughts, Capic was already reporting to Iger, the board's chairman, anyway. Iger served as Disney CEO, overseeing the growth of the company in a tremendous way, such as Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and Fox for BeetleGear. <laughs> Over, I think at this point, it's like close to well over $100 billion in total. But despite these huge wins, Disney didn't want to fight on its hands. It was a turning point moment and said CNBC source closest... Situation Since Iger's comments in the New York Times, the pair have reportedly been unable to fix their working relationship. This scene has spilled over into the business practice. Chapek has apparently soon began making key decisions about the company's future without Iger's input. This included his decision to oust Scarlett Johansson's pay amid disputes over the release of Black Widow. It became clear the executives were speaking with one voice. It was extremely awkward. The tension was palpable. Both Iger and Kapik have stayed silent over this relationship development, but it's thought that the tensions could affect Disney going forward after all their differing leadership styles has been a point of contention at the company. No, of current Disney employees have been angered by Kapik's response to Florida's Don't Say Gay legislation, according to Deadline, this led to Disney staff experiencing the worst week they ever had working at the company. Kapik has since apologized to the Disney staff for not fighting hard enough against it, meanwhile Iger took a very public stand against the legislation. Whatever happens, it looks as though Disney has a long way to go back to the track, and Capic has a lot to prove. Disney shares have plummeted 30% in the last year alone, and the CEO will need to win the company around to his new leadership. Current contract ends in 2023, February, for Capic. So yeah, the, the, the Florida bill. You mean the bill that you said should not have been happening even though you supported it inadvertently by funding the politicians who did support it and the only way you could have changed everyone's mind was, I I don't know, how do I say this, how do I say this delicately, um, threatened to cut their money off if they vote for it, that could have solved everything, like, everything because people, because politicians love money. So, yeah. Anyways, Andrew Garfield on The Amazing Spider-Man 3 Possibility, when asked about this, whether he could give an update on his potential return to the character, he just said, no update for me, no one's going to believe anything I say ever again, and that's my problem. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. you can take anything you want from that. So, meanwhile, let's cut to the wrestling side of everything. Promotions want Mike Tanay to come out of retirement. For the professor, of WCW and TNA has been retired since 2016, but a report says several promotions are interested in working with Iron Mike Taney. The English Broadcasting Team for AAA, Triple Mania will be Lenny Lee, Leonard and Larry Day, Dallas. At least we don't have to worry about the commentary. Both Dallas and Conan tried to get Mike Tenet out of retirement to do the big show this year, but he declined. Today he said there's always a chance for him to return, but hasn't felt like it's the right time or place. And he is enjoying retirement too much and has no financial concerns. He noted that MLW, GCWW WWE have all contacted him as far as the possibility of announcing the four or four or two and to do interviews and documentaries for the other but he has to turn them all down. Okay, the commentary stuff I get, why turn down the money offer to just do interviews? Like, if WWE was gonna lock you in, then I totally get that. So, yeah. So, would I like to see Mike today back in the, in the, back in the commentary booth? Oh, hell yes. But it's his decision and whatnot. Meanwhile, on the WWE side, Nick Khan announces the pay structure changes for WWE talent. And the report is that Nick Khan announced at a talent meeting that wrestlers will now make additional money from revenue generated through third-party platforms. This is not something to be elated about. They took away something that never should have been taken, and you're being elated about it just gives them the feeling that they can do whatever they want and they can get away with it. No! What you should have done is scream at Nick Khan and told him, and, and, and I quote, Why did you take it away from us before? We didn't need it taken away. Unless you're going to treat us as employees, and then that's completely different. But we're independent contractors. But you don't want to call us employees, because legality, you get more money out of that. You would actually have to take care of your workers. So, yeah. That's where we move on from BS. AJ Styles has j- clarified his contract situation, telling Inside the ropes Alex McCarthy that he didn't sign anything. It was reported that he signed, but now he said, I have something on my contract where I got to decide, kind of a player option, what I want to do, and we just extended the contract that I already have. Running out. As far as AJ Styles is concerned, I'm getting older. The ability to find great matches is a little bit harder. I don't want to embarrass myself at the same time. I want to get out while I can and still have a somewhat of a legacy. I think you're guaranteed that. I don't want to have to work anywhere else. I love to work with WWE, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. I'll, if I'll have that chance. I like to be a scout because I know we changed some things around here in WWE. No, you haven't. They took away your third-party rights and you sat on your hands. But at the end of the day, you have to find these, I don't want to call them, actors or stuntmen. Yeah, they're definitely actors because you're trying to sell something. Except Vince likes to lie to people and say they're not going to do it. Then they do it because, whoa, the roster's too dumb to sell. You have to find these athletes that you wanted this whole this whole life. Not saying football basketball athletes can't be great. We've seen it with Kurt Angle and we know guys coming in from, that sp- from sport, Olympic sport and whatnot can be great. But for someone who has wanted to do this their whole life, they know what is expected of them and they know what they can do to chase that dream. It's a little different and I think it would be a little harder for someone who has never watched wrestling before to come to this stage when your ego's are involved, trust me. I had a little bit of an ego because I did wrestling in high school and college. But when you learn to go, watch the story, that's the most important thing. You have to let go of those egos. They don't matter. They don't sell pay-per-views. We need people to sell the story. And some of these people who have wanted to do this their whole life know better than anybody. Um, according to Hulk Hogan, Cena, Triple H, your ego does set pay-per-views. And according to Vince, he's God, so that's a different subject. So, Brock Lesnar lost at WrestleMania, and Lesnar is now unknown at this time, but from reports from Dave Meltzer, take it that what you will, according to Meltzer, he's been booked to appear at WrestleMania Backlash on May 8th and Money in the Bank on July 2nd. So, uh, and that means he will seemingly miss June 5th, Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Though, there's no word on what we'll be doing at these pay-per-views, although the 44-year-old agreed to wrestle in at least 8 matches as part of the re-signing with WWE. So... Can we get more cowboy sheet with Laznar? You're so awesome. So, you originally... So, Miro has signed, re-signed with AEW for another 4 years. And we finally got an explanation why he's been gone outside of the hamstring injury. The report states that according to for Select, that Miro has been pursuing outside interests, most notably a television pilot in New York for CBS. Miro has reportedly been undertaking other film projects during his downtime while his wife has been undergoing TV work. Signing a four-year extension with his original AEW set to, to expire in spring 2022, after debating the company, Miro worked to become top heel in AEW, with a run as an impressive, dominant champion of TNT, of defense across AEW TV and pay-per-view, reminding the world just what he was capable of, and reminding us how awesome he is. Um, and as Ring of Honor gets under, we gets underneath the whole rebirth process under Tony Khan. It has come out that WWE held talks to buy Sinclair Broadcast to buy a Ring of Honor in December 2021, but talks broke down before a deal could even be agreed upon. And then it turns out Impact were interested in buying Ring of Honor. And then Khan made the announcement. So that derailed all their plans. What exactly, Impact would have done is currently unknown, but considering they have the Ana No More stuff going on, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with that. Uh, and the deal is only finalized only a couple of hours before Tony Khan made the announcement on Dynamite. Now you're probably wondering, wait, but if he couldn't make that deal in time, what would have happened with the big announcement? Well, it's actually quite simple. We don't know, because Tony Khan reportedly had a backup plan that he's planning to announce at a later date. Yeah, that's actually been reported that he has another announcement he wanted to make, but the Ring of R stuff took precedent, and when that came up, he had a backup plan if that didn't work out, so he at least had something to fall back on. (laughs) Way better than other fallback plans that end badly. So... That's about it for the Neo Reality Collective brand this today. I'll be soon doing I'll be soon doing the Neo Neo Reality Collective reviews on some other stuff with Wonder Woman hopefully and X Men Red. I'm gonna try and minimize my comic book reviews and probably we'll try and do some Succession talk. Uh, when I can, but I'm right now going to focus on episode content and also f- focusing on re-releasing the episodes of the original podcast series, series or dubbed original series 001 and uploading that to Apple Podcast and try to see where else I can take this. So this was the Reality Collective. Stay tuned for this final ad and this outro, and we'll see you all next time. Amen. Take care. Have a good day.